Give peace, O Lord, to them that wait patiently for thee, that thy prophets may be found faithful. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Holy Mass begins today with this immense cry going up from the church, rising from every human heart. A cry that is beautifully expressed, is it not, in the first mode melody of the intrument. Give peace, O Lord, to them that patiently wait for thee. We hear in this prayer of the whole church, prayer of the church in, in every age, we hear in this the prayer of every monastery, of every family, of every human heart. And the intro it goes on to say, peace to them that patiently wait for thee. Peace is a divine gift, not something that can be brought about by mere human endeavor. It is, moreover, fruit of the Holy Ghost. Peace is something received, something given by God to souls who know how to wait and wait patiently. In the intro, it goes on to say, that thy prophets may be found faithful. Ut profete tui fideles inveniantur. Faithful in the sense of reliable. Faithful in the sense of trustworthy. And who are these prophets? not only the prophets of the old dispensation, but those prophets raised up by God in the church in every age. All the saints have in some way the gift and the mission of being prophets. Even the humblest saints, the most hidden saints, the most inarticulate saints. I think today, on this 102nd anniversary of the miracle of the sun at Fatima, I think of three little children who were 
prophets. Little Francisco, Jacinta, Lucia, who continued to exercise a kind of prophetic gift even into extreme old age. And I think too of Saint, as of an hour ago, Saint John Henry Newman, a prophet in his day and a prophet for today. With him were canonized four holy women. Each of them, in some way, proper to their grace, exercised a gift of prophecy, if not explicitly in words, most certainly by the way they lived. And so our petition for peace rests on the reliability, the trustworthiness of the prophets, the saints raised up by the Holy Ghost in every age of the Church's life. And then we pass into this extraordinary collect today. Now the collect, of course, is, oh, you've heard me say this hundreds of times by now, the collect is the articulation of the ineffable groans of the Holy Ghost. It is the expression in words given by the Holy Ghost to the Church of the very prayer that God desires to hear and to grant today. This is why we pray the collect of the Mass repeated at all the hours with such confidence, with such audacity, because we know that this is the very prayer that God is waiting to hear on the lips of the Bride of Christ, the Church. And what do we say in today's collect? Dirigat corda nostra quesumus domine tue miserationis operatio. Let our hearts be, how shall we translate this subjunctive dirigat, Don Chrysostom? Might we say, let the operation of thy merciful goodness set straight our hearts? Would that be, would that be a reasonable rendering of the text? Dirigat, set straight our hearts. This, of course, is an implicit confession of the waywardness of our hearts, our hearts that go this way and that, of the uncertainty of the direction taken by our hearts. Oh, this is a thing of singular importance. Because our Lord says in the Gospel, 
Where your treasure is, there too will your hearts be. And so we pray, Deity God, set straight our hearts by the operation of thy merciful goodness. Miserationis operatio. Now this little phrase of the collect, I find wonderfully comforting. Operatio. <coughs> Who can describe the operations of merciful love in the human heart? Certainly the chap who was healed in the gospel, he would be able to tell us something about the operations of merciful love in his heart and in his body, for not only were his sins forgiven, but the spiritual resurrection wrought by the forgiveness of sins was expressed and illustrated and displayed in his physical resurrection. He would have something to say about this operation of the merciful goodness of God. We can take great comfort in this because God here is the subject in the grammatical sense the doer of the action. It is God who by his merciful operations does in us things that we of ourselves and by ourselves cannot do. You all know the prayer of Marie Bonene. Do thou in me, O Jesus, whatsoever thou desirest to find in me. So as to draw out of my nothingness all of the love and all of the glory which thou didst have in view when thou didst create me. It's a remarkable prayer that of Mary Bonnet. Do thou in me whatsoever thou desirest to find in me. So as to draw out of my nothingness, understand by that my misery, my infirmity, my poverty my brokenness, my crookedness, all of that, so as to draw out of my nothingness all of the love and all of the glory that thou didst have in view when thou didst create me. And this collect that asks God to work in us, to operate in us. This he does by means of external events, the events of history, by means of circumstances and situations and encounters. All of this is part of the divine operation, you see. Nothing is left to hazard. Nothing left chance. 
divine providences in all the circumstances of our lives at work. We can at every moment trust in the operations of the merciful goodness of God. And he works not only by means of external circumstances, events, encounters, but also he works secretly and silently, imperceptibly within. More often than not, we have no awareness at all of what God is doing by his secret operations in the soul. We go to prayer. We may or may not have a vague impression of something going on. Rarely do we know what is going on until later we experience the fruits, the effects, the benefits of it. God, more often than not, conceals his operations while they are happening and allows us to experience the effects of his operations in due season. Even St. Bernard says this, does he not, in that wonderful sermon where he says, the word visited me. The word came to me. He came in, I know not how. All I know is that I had the impression that the word, when he visited me, set to work in me. And he irrigated what was dry, made warm what was cold, that he changed in some way, the landscape of my soul, flattening mountains and making roads. This was, for St. Bernard, but a vague impression of that something that was going on, that divine operation of the Word when the Word visited him. And then he says, well, how do I know that I was visited by the Word? I didn't see him come in and I didn't see him leave, but I know he was there. And I know that he changed things in me. St. Bernard says, I know it by the ever so slight progress of my life. Is that not beautiful? One French translation of the sermon says, I know it par le léger progrès de ma vie. How do you translate that? By the ever so slight progress of my life. In this, do we have the traces of the divine visitation by which God works in souls and in his church. And the second part of the collect today is bracing. Quia tibi sine te placere non possumus. Because without thee we are not able to please thee. 
Because without thy divine operations in us, sum it up if you will, by saying, without thy grace in us, we are not able to please thee. And this is true again of the Church Catholic. It's true of a monastery. It's true of a family. It's true of individual souls. It's very helpful, at least from time to time, to take the collect of the day and apply it in a kind of descending order. Sometimes when we pray the collect of the day, we leave it floating up there, out there, not expecting it to have an effect in here. And we pray the collect assuming that the petition is formulated for the church in a vague sort of way. The secret of fruitful liturgical prayer is to bring it down to where we live effectively. And so the collect given us today certainly is applied to the church in the most universal way. But also, listen to it now, applied to us here and now, and to you and your families. In thy tender mercy, direct, set straight our hearts, we beseech thee, O Lord, because without thee we, shall I say it? Without thee we, here at Silverstream Priory, are not able to please thee. And then, really bring it home. Dare to repeat the collect in the singular. Oh, this is risky business. By the operation of thy merciful goodness, Set straight my heart, O Lord. Pray it at your own risk. Set straight my heart, O Lord. Because without thee, I am not able to please thee. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.